Amplified. All right, welcome everybody to the Amner Martinez podcast. My name is Amner Martinez, and this is Sensei Kenji. Sensei Kenji, and um, yes, and this is a special episode because we're launching coffee. Right. We we it's a it's, it's a long story, not that long. A kid from Perry, his Amner name is Walter. Amner likes really long <laughs> stories. <laughs> so this guy from Perry, he's from Guatemala. He was born in Perry. Walter Juarez. He started. His parents are from Guatemala. They bought some land, and now they're bringing coffee to the middle of Iowa. Right. And so we partnered with them, and now we have our own coffee. brand of coffee. Put it on Kenji, Liliana. Yeah, there you go. That's okay, right the here, coffee. Right here. I'll show it. I'll show it. Okay. <clears throat> and medium roast, dark coffee, and then he has another. Um, anyways, he tells the story on this next episode. Um, but this is kind of exciting, no? Who who would have thought that? We'll be making coffee. Yeah. Or like uh, branding coffee. Yeah. Right. That's This is something that other people can do, too. Yes, right? he'll so explain if you wanna, it. If you want to, yeah, he'll explain the whole process. But if you want to have your own coffee that you want to, for branding purposes, uh, you can hit him up. Uh, yeah. It's called Mountain High Jay-Z Coffee. You can hit him up and then he can get you some of these. And then you can make your own label. He can design your label. Uh, this one, uh, we, we did it right here in the office. Mm-hmm. You see that color? It says... Uh, in the small print, ah, you, you barely can see it, but it Very says the small. color scheme. This color scheme is not an endorsement of the Iowa Hawkeyes. <laughs> so please note, it is not. So we're no neither fans nor nor haters. rivals. Yeah, haters we're not of haters. The Hawkeyes. We just uh, it just happened to look a little bit like that, but it's not an. We want to make sure that it's not. We just want to make sure that if you're a cyclone, you can get our coffee. Yeah, and yeah, not yeah. Get salty about it. <laughs> So, um, but th- if you think three years ago or four years ago, hey, we don't have coffee, man, you would be like, that's stupid. Yeah. That, that That's silly. Right. Like, it's not in the realm. But now it's real. Right. Now, and that, that, that happened in a very short time, too. Yeah. It was like a couple of weeks. Like, hey, just met this guy. We're having our own coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. So he's got the infrastructure to make it happen. Um. And you just got to want to do it. And we we want to give it to, like, friends and guests. So our clients and our guests uh, of Infinite Resources and Amplified and all that stuff, if you're lucky, you're going to get a bag. And if you want one, hit us up and we'll we'll sell it to you. Why not, right? Yeah. We'll it's good coffee. coffee. By the way, specialty coffee. So this this episode is for, like, coffee nerds. Like, right. he breaks down the process of... The, you know, everything from You're either a coffee nerd or a pretentious fuck. Yes. <laughs> Whichever. If you if you if you're a pretentious, you're a pretentious person, then you learn shit. something. Yeah, right. Right. You learn something because he breaks down the entire process. I go with him step by step. Uh, and that's why Guatemala is known for a specialty coffee mm. because, it, you know, it's not a commercial coffee or it's not, you know, so he breaks it down. So it's very informative. Coffee episode. With Mountain High Jay Z coffee, I'm excited, man. Or this guy's a limit. You're wired. So it looks like you're wired <laughs> already. I've had a couple <laughs> of cups already. 
and it's it's strong. Yeah, it it's kind of funny how he, he came in and he's like, "Oh man, this is strong man." And then we're like, "Oh yeah." Like, "Oh, oh for real." <laughs> like start opening it up. <laughs> Cutting lines of yeah. just coffee. <laughs> mm. So, oh, yeah. anyways, I'm wired. All right. So, without further ado, this next episode Walter Juarez Thank you for coming in and educating us and working together with us. I'm sure we're going to work more and more with him. So um, hit us up if you want some Guatemalan Infinite Resources coffee. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Share it with people. Um, It's a great story. This is the American dream right here. Yeah, for real. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. The American dream in a cup. All right. Wow, man. Cheers. Yeah. (laughs) All right. The fucking Guatemalan Don Draper. (laughs) Hope you enjoy this episode. Share it, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for coming. I mean, uh, I I always appreciate people making time, you know, because there's no pay here or anything. It's just telling stories. So I appreciate you coming. Um, but let's let's kind of get started with a little bit about you. Uh, and who you are. So you're from Perry. I went to Perry High School and lived in Perry. My parents are there. Um, I came to Perry when I was like 15, though. You you were born in Iowa. I was born in Perry. In Perry? Is there a hospital in Perry? There's a hospital in Perry. But they stopped delivering babies the last month I was born. So July. Really? July no. They stopped, uh, really? Okay. They say I was one of the last babies delivered. <laughs> really? Okay, because I always thought. When were you? Wh- what time were you born? Here, let me put this. In nineteen ninety five. Nineteen ninety five. On a nice, uh, <coughs> warm summer day. Fuck, bro, I'm <laughs> old. Because I got there in nineteen ninety five. We got there in ninety five. I got there in uh, 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 September of ninety five. So I'm like fourteen years old. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll cut that out of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 95, you were born in Perry. So, you're like a different kind of, uh, your point of view as a, as, a, as a Latino is way different than mine, right? And then, you know, you're for first generation. First generation. Uh, Iowan. Iowan, yeah. Crazy. So, for those who don't know, Perry, Iowa is a small town. Uh, there was a big migration in the like early 90s to mid 90s right a lot of latinos that's when my parents came to straight to perry for the um, the meatpacking plant so mm-hmm. tell tell us a little bit about you so walter guatemalan tell us yeah. a little about you so yeah my, my name is walter juarez I'm, i was born in perry uh-huh. my parents are from guatemala uh-huh. went to perry high school i'm sure you, you know we, we went to the same high school uh-huh. and, uh, i really enjoyed perry you know i think uh growing up in a small town has a lot of benefits. You know, yeah. This is a big town. And um, like you said, there was a big migration. So it, I think we were lucky to see that, gr- to grow up with other first generation um, Americans, Iowans, mm-hmm. and also um, people who, who migrated there, who were there, you know, from, from teenagers. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, then I went to University of Iowa after, mm-hmm. uh, for school. Uh, eventually went to Chicago to learn the logistics industry. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So that's kind of what I, I ramped up uh, the coffee business was mm-hmm. I kind of um, 
I guess I'll backtrack a little bit. But back in, when I graduated uh, high school, that's when I first purchased uh, some farm ground in Guatemala. Oh, okay, okay. So uh, you started this whole coffee thing. Yep. It's not just like recently. You're just like, oh, I'm going to do this. It's been, yeah, it's been a slow, steady scale, right? Because mm-hmm. obviously when, when, you, when you're creating something, mm-hmm. um, it's, you know, it's, it's an idea, right? So yeah. It starts from a thought, right. paper, right. To, to action, mm-hmm. you know, to, to networking, to growing, you know, to developing. So yeah, it's been it's been quite the process to get where we're at. Where, where so we when when here. was your first time that you were like coffee? Hmm. When was it the so first? The first, the first the first thought of coffee was back in 2013. Just graduated high school, and and uh, my brother approached me saying, um, "Hey, there's um, there's some some land. Like, you know, would you mm-hmm. want to invest in?" The older land? brother. Yep. <clears throat> okay. Um, he's like, "Would you want to invest in some land?" In Guatemala, someone has it for sale. You know, one of our relatives was like, you know, I'm not sure. You know, just selling some, just a small, small pot, like one mm-hmm. acre. So you were like 18. Yeah, I was like 18. And I was like, well, you know, long term, as you know, as you're growing up, you know, I, I, just, I always knew I had the entrepreneur mindset. Okay. Just, you know, growing well, up. What were you doing when you were 18, Kenji? I was just around. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing Jack. I was lost. I was a lost soul, and you were already kind of thinking. Well, I, I was I was lost too, but I was trying to. <laughs> I, was trying well, I wasn't to, thinking buying land. I was trying to figure out. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to go to college, you know, because that's what they, you know, that's what everyone tells you. To that's do. what our parents yeah, tell. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, and then I was like, well, uh, you know, I, I just knew in the long term it, it'd probably be, a mm-hmm. good idea. and it wasn't very expensive, right? It was one mm-hmm. acre. It wasn't like a big investment, mm-hmm, like we. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess, you know, you, I don't know if you worked at Stein or anything like that. I did one day. Yeah, one day. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, I think I think that's kind of where I, I grew to, to love agriculture. Oh, like, you know, okay. Kinda, you know, understanding where, where we live. Mm-hmm. That, that's kind of how um, I've always been kind of like, a, I've always been a business, you know, kind of. You always see like the business part yes, of a, of, yes. a, of something, yeah. And I just knew, okay, resources, Iowa agriculture. Mm-hmm. Growing up, going to Guatemala, you know, every summer, you know, since mm-hmm. I was a kid, like, I was like, okay, Guatemala, resources, coffee. Right, 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 right. Can yeah. you grow coffee in Iowa? Because Iowa's supposed to be like a very... The soil's great in Iowa. Right. It, it would probably <clears throat> grow, uh-huh. but it wouldn't be like high in caffeine or anything. Don't, okay, let's, let's talk about that, so... What do you need to like for the coffee? So we're having some dope ass coffee, by the way, and we'll talk about all this stuff and you know the the kinds of coffee and all this stuff. But so what what do you need? Like uh, what the, is the, the weather? The ideal climate. Yeah, ideal so, climate. Yes. Um. So coffee, kind of like corn. There, there's a corn belt, right? So okay. That means it's only grown in certain parts of the world. It's the same with coffee. There's a coffee. Ah. Belt. So it's only grown in certain regions of the world. So the ideal climate is it needs to have shade. So it needs to have shade, needs to have a lot of sun, uh, has to get water every day. At least not every day, but at least, you know. <coughs> there's no shade here. Yeah, there's no shade here. Okay. And it needs to be um, usually like in an elevation. You know, Elevated. So, yeah. uh, so it's pretty flat here. Um, so that's Guatemala is known for some of the best coffees in the world. Right, yes. Uh, because of its... Uh, it's it's got actually eight different growing regions in Guatemala. So really, they're famous for. Uh, you can go to th- eight different parts of Guatemala and try a different cup of coffee. 
because the the agriculture is so different in you know different parts of Guatemala. <coughs> how, how how high uh, like so? Let's kind of relatively speaking, like Denver, right? Like mile high, mm-hmm. uh, Colorado. Like how many f- feet so, are we talking about? So yeah, like um, so usually it's measured above meters above sea level. Okay. Um, so usually our land is about five thousand feet. Like our 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 coffee micro lots are about 5,000 feet into the mountain. Okay. So that's, that's about the tip of the mountain in Guatemala. Uh-huh. Um, but comparing it to the Rocky Mountains, like the tip of the Rockies, about 15,000 feet. So okay, okay, it's, okay. it's a lot higher here, but, <clears throat> um, you know, Guatemala has a lot of mountains, a lot of hills. Um, but um, what, Guatemala is closer to the equator, no? So does correct. that make a difference? Uh, it makes a difference in, <laughs> I don't know about elevation, but it obviously makes a difference in, in the. Is, is, in the does that make it closer to the moon and <laughs> the sun? If you're closer to the equator? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is why I ask. This is why I ask. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I ask. It's because I remember when I was a kid in, in Guatemala, and I remember like. I pl- this is probably the most wonderful memory I have as a kid. Uh, I would say perfect memory uh, is that um, I played like hide and seek with the moon. Yeah, and I remember this clearly. You know, running and you know, you know, and when it gets really dark, like early, <laughs> dark, dark, dark. Yeah, because you know the well, at least at that time in the eighties, you know, street lights. And you know, they're not that many. So when it gets dark, it gets dark. <coughs> Sorry. Um, so then I started to figure out that, you know, is it possible that it's because it's a high altitude and closer to the equator that the moons over there are like brighter, bigger, brighter? No, um, maybe that's it. I don't know. You know, I, I do. I do kind of get what you're saying. Yeah. Well, sometimes when you're down there, you feel like the moon's just right above you. Right. Versus over here, it's like. Yeah, it's far. Yeah. So, um so, anyways, back to the coffee. Uh, so it needs shade then, so it couldn't be grown here. It would no, grow, but it wouldn't be. It would grow like you know. It would probably come out of the of a pot, like if you put it in a pot, mm-hmm. it, would, it would grow. But it doesn't. It wouldn't have. Um, so, like Guatemala, it's rich in. It's a lot. Of, got a lot of volcanoes, so it's rich in volcanic mm-hmm. soil, which mm-hmm. means volcanic soil is very high in potassium, which you need to grow coffee. Um, so what it must got the perfect nitrogen. Yep, they got the perfect elements. soil elements. Um, it's so high up in the mountain that it gets mm-hmm. the natural water residue. You know, like that. You know, when you walk through a field in the morning and mm-hmm. it's naturally wet, mm-hmm. so that gives like higher elevation coffee gives it better unique taste. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, more more body is what they say. And yeah, yeah. So so we're which coffee are we having right now? So right now we're having the the medium dark. The medium dark yes. coffee, which it, it was, it is very strong. <coughs> I'm glad you you drink your you drink your coffee black. I'm a, yeah. I'm a, I'm a black coffee drinker. Yes, yes, yes. Um, well, sometimes I put some sugar on it, which you know I guess some people look down on that, but but. but <laughs> 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 
that's that's how you know though it's a good cup of coffee when you can drink it black. Uh-huh, uh-huh, that's uh-huh. how you should be able to drink a good cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. When you're adding sugars and personal. Right, 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 right. You know, everyone has their own preference. Yeah, yeah. I so this is I put some sugar on this one, but last few days it's been like black. I'm like, let me taste this coffee. And it does taste really good. Like you can just sip yeah. on it. Um so we're having a medium dark. So so then there's another one then. There what is this one? Yep, that one's the medium roast. So we we offer medium roast and then medium dark roast. Correct. Okay, so this is the stronger one. Yep, that's a little stronger one. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, when you came and dropped it off, you're like, "That's strong, man." <laughs> we're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Guatemala is known like you know where. So Colombia obviously is known for coffee. Yep. yep. Um, Guatemala, like, where does it rank in? You know, obviously you're from, you know, you're Guatemalan, so. Yeah, maybe a little biased. Biased, but, but where, where would you put it? Like, give us the top three. So. Top five. Top five. So, like, on paper, mm-hmm. you usually describe the countries by the, the top producing countries, right? So, the, the countries that produce the <coughs> most coffee beans are probably the ones that are going to put the most attention to quality. I see, I see, I see. Um, I would say that the, the biggest producer of coffee right now is between Brazil and Colombia, really? Yep, they're the ones that produce the most coffee. Uh-huh. Um, they're 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 more of a commercial grade, right? So they're um, just a little history of, of coffee. There's um, arabica beans and robusta beans. Mm-hmm. That's like the two main types of beans, right? One the robusta is more <coughs> uh, more high in caffeine. The taste isn't there. Uh-huh. The caffeine is there, so they use that more for cafes, uh, instant coffees. Oh, okay, Versus, okay, okay. Um, Arabica coffees are more specialty grades. Right? Uh-huh. They're grown usually at higher elevations, usually more like hand picked. Okay. Um, so in terms of of quality, um, I would say like Brazil and Guatemala have great quality, or er, in Colombia have great quality coffees. I think Guatemala is more known for just specifically specialty coffees. Okay. Um, you know more. Arabica beans only. You don't really see robusta beans in Guatemala. I see, um, I see, I see. Versus, and then Africa is a be- very big coffee growing pr- uh, country. As okay. Well. Um, so they they grow a lot of coffee there, a lot of good Kenyan, uh, uh, okay, beans, and um, they're known for you know great coffee uh, on that side of the world. And then, um, but those are the ones you'll see the most. So okay. Colombia, Brazil, um, Guatemala, Central America is heavy right now on. on a producing coffee really yeah. okay so like costa rica is growing really good coffee right now even honduras is, is starting to produce some mm-hmm. coffee even honduras? <coughs> yeah 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 even them <laughs> foods <laughs> <laughs> well you know i mean it's it's good to see but they're they're, they're starting to care more and see the value right 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 and you know in a good cup of coffee right so bec- you kind of mentioned that a little bit because it's a from this point of from like an outside point of view, Guatemala has high quality coffee, but you mentioned that if you go to Guatemala, people aren't drinking Folgers, right? What is it? It is, is there like a turning point that they're starting to realize that this is a big commodity and like is that happening in Central America? Or yes, um, they. I think they understand the value mm-hmm. um, because obviously everyone in Guatemala ninety percent of the rural community of like the campesinos produce coffee or in the coffee industry really yeah 90 (coughs) percent um so they obviously see the value right it either pays them or they Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. some sort of value but when it comes to drinking 
I think it comes to um, a price thing. You know, mm. obviously um, the wages are different there. So, mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. you know, and, and quality coffees obviously cost them more money. Mm. Uh, oh, so okay. that's why I think, you know, people like to drink cafe instant, instant coffee because uh-huh, uh-huh. they know um, it's usually more cheaper. Um, because they only see it like in the fields and they don't get to have it correct as a as final product as a fa- final product correct yeah mm, okay Not a, and that's something that we're trying to solve that's kind of how we um entered into the business with 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 the goal of um wanting to help the farmers see more of the supply chain mm. you know understand mm-hmm. the value and instead of them just growing some coffee and um and then selling it to the mill, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we, we've kind of empowered them into showing them, hey, you can, you own this coffee, you can pick it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, we can show them how to create like a, a washing station, mm-hmm. how to process their own coffee, gives it a little more value, and then we buy it from them. Okay, so, so. <clears throat> let's do, let's talk about that. Let's, so the coffee gets the seed, right? How long does it take to grow a plant? Like walk me through Three like- years. Three years for yeah, one so plant to give yeah. you coffee. Mm-hmm. So I'll walk you through it. So, <coughs> Jeez, so that's a lot. Yeah. You cannot. Yeah, because of the winter. The winter will kill it, right? Yeah, the winter will yeah, kill yeah, yeah, yeah. So three years. So this is coffee that was that took three years to, to make at least. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So it takes – so I'll show you some pictures later, but, mm-hmm. yeah, we – that same pot that we purchased back in that I told you so many years ago, mm-hmm. not until 2018, we went back and we're like, okay, well, um, it had coffee, but it's like cafe antiguo, so it's like a very, it wasn't producing as much, right? The old coffee plants, fun fact, take, they they live about 40, 40 years. They'll produce coffee for about 40 years, but as they get older, you gotta prune them and you gotta, you know, give them its proper nutrients. Mm. And, but there's a, a coffee plant. Yeah. I thought you meant like a factory, like a no plant. Oh, like a plant plant a gives plant you coffee. coffee <laughs> Sorry. Oh yeah, not a, not a I partied hard last night. Too many fucking shots. But, <clears throat> okay, so a coffee plant will give you coffee for 40 years? Yep. Damn. That's a lot. It can produce, yeah, if you take good care of it, it'll produce. Yeah. But then, it, then you got to... Uh, Cut it off, like after. Yeah, then you'll you just cut it, replant. So that's what we did, 2018. We replanted. So we wanted to understand what it. You know, it's it's a new industry to us. It was, you know, uh-huh. we wanted to understand what it was from 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 putting it into the ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. this big mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to now, you know, a producing plant. Oh, you know, producing okay. Plant. okay. Take about three years for it to yield. <clears throat> so it's been about three and a half years. So mm-hmm. this 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 year. It gave us a you know pretty decent yield, but next year after like four years, it starts fully produ- like a full yield. Okay. Um, but you harvest every year out of the plant. Yep. Okay. So once it's grown three years, then it it's will keep producing. Oh, nice. Yep. So um, after that, the, the typical, uh, I guess the typical producer, they they grow their own beans, right, uh-huh. and then they'll they'll sell it to, uh-huh. to somebody. What they call a coyote. Uh-huh. So they'll drive around the valley. And buy beans, uh-huh. which is what we do as well. Um, but we, but we also took it a step further and are starting to process our own beans, right? So that's <coughs> what we're trying to teach other farmers. We're trying to improve the overall quality, um, 
in our in our in our growing region in Jutiapa because it's a new coffee growing region. Yeah. So. So I saw, and we'll put we'll put pictures up. No, can you like, you can share the pictures, and then when we're talking, you can you just kind of put it in it. But it looks red right there. Mm-hmm. What what at what stage is this? Yeah. This so. What stage? At what stage are we talking about? So here? when it turns, so the the coffee plant. So right. So I'll give you the cycle. So sure. Uh-huh. Um, so like right now, a coffee harvest is from from November to about March. Uh huh. So right now it, it's going. We just got done picking in February. So when it's red, it means you you start picking. Red okay. means ready to pull. Mm. Right, beans ready to come off. Green means it's it's the it's like too too raw yet, right? It hasn't developed yet. Uh-huh. Like como maduro. And um so inside this there's the two beans. Two beans. Okay. In each cherry there's two beans. Okay. Yep, and then you measure there's a there's a device that measures the sugar content in the bean. So that's when you know when it's at a certain sugar content, uh-huh. pull the bean. Oh. Obviously not, you know, a lot of farmers don't have these type of equipments, right? So it's more of a feel thing. You go up to the cherry, you feel it, hmm. you know, and you look at it's the, you look at the tacto, end. No? Like yeah, you, you look at the end to see if it's ready to, if it's ready to pull. Because uh-huh. you don't want to pull too early. Yeah, you want the coffee bean to fully develop with its natural sugars. Okay, so can you affect the caffeine on the coffee, or you just kind of go with what it gives you? I mean, I'm yeah. How do you make it stronger? Um, <coughs> so that that's a very good question. That goes with with the picking. So. What what I learned number one, number one things I learned as you know being a, a coffee producer is um, you can only improve the quality up until you pick the bean. After you pick the bean, there's no more improving the quality. Oh, yeah, okay, so okay, okay. Kinda, the way you improve quality is by making sure you're you're putting appropriate nitrogen, you know, phosphorus and oh. different nutrients into the ground, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making sure the you know you get a nice red cherry, uh. you know, and then and then you pick it. But caffeine comes with the type of plant uh-huh. um, and where it's grown to. So I see higher up in the mountain, usually get you know higher in caffeine because it gets because <clears throat> the plant's doing what it what it should do. Mm-hmm. You know, if it gets its proper nutrients, water. right, right, right. But you know, for some some places, for example, like Colombia and Brazil, their coffees are more um, grown on a flatter land, uh-huh. and they use c- like commercial equipment. Oh, because they're just doing massive yep, amount yep, yep. of, okay. Guatemala, that's non-existent. You can't, you know how hilly it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything yeah. is hand-picked. Oh, wow. So that's why it's known for specialty, know, specialty coffee. Everything's hand-picked. Everything's sun-dried on a patio, you know, manual labor. People are moving, raking the beans every day. You know, it's, it's all. <coughs> so this is, the, so this coffee is kind of like the version of, um, what is this? The, it's not tequila, but it's uh, mezcal. Mezcal, it's as you know, like it, they, it's it's uh, uh, done by hand. By it's hand, not right, 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 right. It's not. I see. I see. Commercialized. So, so the plant grows. You pick it, and then coyote drives around and buys the beans from the farmers. Then and then and then the farmer will never see it again. So that's something that we're trying to mm-hmm. trying to solve, right? Where instead we're like, hey, we're like we've been teaching people don't pick so early because we'll go around and see like people picking bags and they've got a lot of green ones because they want to sell, exactly, you know, they want to exactly. sell. Uh-huh. They, they get, they get paid to pick by the day. Uh, by the day. Not by for, the quality of the coffee. Yeah, uh-huh. For example, the picker, uh-huh. the farmer hires pickers to pick <coughs> his farm. Those guys get paid by weight. 
Um, what they do is fill the bottom stuff with green sure, shit, sure, the sure. top, you know, the top yeah. to show you the good stuff. Uh-huh. That that does no good for, I mean, it, you know, for quality purposes. Mm-hmm. But so we, you know, we're kind of going around telling people, hey, don't pick that yet. Uh-huh. It's too early, you know. Um, so so then, so when you say wash, what is what like you wash drying first? You wash it. Yep, yep. So there's there's uh different processing methods that. The, like the big, what you call beneficials do, mm-hmm. the mills, what you call a mill here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but you can do it small batch at home. So that's what we've been what we're doing. So you pick the, the, the coffee cherries within uh-huh. 24 hours. You're supposed to put it through a depulper. I'll, sh- I'll show you. Uh-huh. It's a little machina that, uh-huh. by hand, depulper, that breaks that breaks the, the red uh-huh. and it takes the bean out. And then, it, and then so it'll, it'll take the bean out and then it'll throw the, the cascade oh, okay, okay, okay. somewhere else, right? And then all the beans get held up in one spot, right? Yeah. So the beans have honey on them, right? It's natural honey. Uh-huh. So you can either get it washed, put it through like a pila, right? A special uh-huh. pila. Right, right, right. And you wash your coffee. So you move them around until it's got no more natural uh, beans. That's what you call a washed coffee. Oh, uh, okay. Or you can, and then the next step after that would be to dry. Uh-huh. Right? After you wash, you throw it on the patio and dry. Let it dry. Yep. For about 20 days or something. It's got to get to a certain humidity. Damn, okay. Certain humidity. Um, or you can, another another method is honey. Mm-hmm. After you depulp, you leave the honey on her. You don't wash it. You let it dry naturally with, with its honey. Mm. It gives it a nice, delicious, you know, sweeter yeah. flavor. Gives it more value, you know. <coughs> Which so one do you do? Do you do both? Or do we you do both. We do both. Okay. Um, and then the next step after it dried, it's, it's called the parchment. Mm-hmm. Then you do have to take it to the mill, okay. Uh, you know, to get it cleaned and get it ready for export. Okay. But we're teaching, you know, we're trying to empower other farmers that hey, instead of selling it, selling your beans, why not, you know, create that extra value? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show yeah, them yeah. how to do it. An extra step, and extra step, and then we'll we'll gladly pay it. For right, 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 pay, right. Pay you more for that because we know you put some more time and right, the quality's right, right. there. Yeah, because you have a bag, you don't have it with you, do you? Uh, with the green beans and like it oh, says do, the fa- the name of the farmer, um, so so, do you want to grab it yeah, real quick? Yeah. Okay, so oh, this beans, yep. uh, it's got the region Huehuetenango, Guatemala. That's like a Mayan word, right? Huehuetenango, it's un dialecto, no? Mm-hmm. It's like a dialect. And then the farmer Ovidio Reyes altitude. Um, but varietals, what is that? Varietals, the, the varietal, just varietal. The, type, the type of a seed, right? There's different, it's there's just different type of plants, uh huh. Okay, some produce different yields, some have different tastes, some are the process for full patio sun dry, okay, yeah, patio dried. Okay, some people, big commercial people, uh huh, they'll, they'll just put their coffees to dry in a machine, mm. you know. But we like to do it natural. Right, right, right. Nice. So then you, so this, this isn't, you're not, you didn't just like start buying coffee and, you know, you're going from the first step. You see the coffee throughout the whole process. Yes. So this is, I mean, I think this is really cool because even though, I mean, how, how, for granted, do we take coffee, you think? Very, very much for granted. 
Because, I mean, I'm sure some people are going to be like, coffee, you know, like, let's talk about coffee. But tell us about, like, how big coffee is in the industry. And Yes, I mean, like you said, a lot of people take coffee for granted, you know. They're, mm-hmm. just, they're just so, not necessarily for granted, because everyone knows that they, they enjoy it and it gives them that extra morning mm-hmm, kick. But mm-hmm. they don't understand how much work it mm-hmm. took to get that, to get you that final cup of coffee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, to, to get you know give some people some understanding of the coffee industry it's the second most traded commodity in the world yeah so after uh, um after i think cotton is the first one cotton oh, yeah, okay 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 um even corn because corn's pretty pretty high yeah no? corn is up there so they they, they sw- it's it's not always the second uh-huh. but it's between the top but it's five. like yeah that's they, they, how they switch high around. it is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's you know it's been traded since like the 1800s or probably earlier, right? right. Since yeah, it was yeah. discovered. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's the United States just became the number one consumer of coffee goods. So um, that kind of you know as as we were learning the industry, mm-hmm. we obviously knew there was a demand. Um, but you know here here in the United States, it's been it's been it's been picking up a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but globally, it's always been it's know, huge, huge. It's the second most drank. Uh, product behind water so crazy yeah i mean but and when i mean for granted is like it's just there yes. you know like the coffee's there let's make some coffee but <clears throat> to understand its value like you gotta have people like you that can break it down so then you're like oh shit it is like part of our lives mm-hmm. um and also it's a huge um industry like giant right so it's a huge industry you'll see coffee just about in every household in the world i heard yeah. there's a fact that there's like a coffee bag or something in just about every house in crazy the world. so that that's something that <coughs> i really enjoy talking about coffee mm-hmm. or, you know is a lot of business meetings people go get coffee you know everywhere coffee yeah. is is just a, a form of joy i tell people right mm-hmm. I, i'd like to tell people coffee doesn't have a language barrier mm-hmm. you know We can we can be anywhere <coughs> in the world right now, and we we can't we we won't have to speak the same language, but if somebody both served us a cup of coffee, we would just smile at each yeah. other, and enjoy it, you know, and understand. It's I mean, it gives that. you a little bit of a high, yeah, you know, and it 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 alters your mm-hmm. your state of your mind. state of yeah. mind and shit. So, um, but yeah, but the value behind it is yeah, just, it's quite remarkable. Now. The rarity of Guatemalan coffee—that's kind of where you, you is there. You tapping into something too, right? Because Guatemalan coffee is not like everywhere. Correct. Uh, so, um, I think I mean I've seen it, but you know it's not like you can just go anywhere and get it, right? Um, it's yeah, it kind of. Tell us back. why is why is rare? Why the rarity? Sorry. <coughs> so it goes. Um, I'm tapping a little bit back to, mm-hmm. yeah, it's rare. It's 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 funny because, like you said, a lot of people in Guatemala that they like to stick to their you know traditional coffees, but mm-hmm. in reality, in the coffee world, in the coffee industry, uh, people want Guatemalan coffees right mm-hmm. all over the mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. You know, so I've worked with other producers as well who kind of guide me in Guatemala. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've when I've been to their farms, I've seen people show up from Japan, from France, from really? Italy, from all over the world just to come check out these coffee fields mm-hmm. in Guatemala. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, because the coffee is just so unique and where it's grown and, you know, it's always got good taste and it's all hand-picked. And then those are, you know, some of the things why 
the Guatemalan coffee so it's so attractive right world, yeah, you know? yeah 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 um, kind of like wine right like correct. wine yep. it needs the right amount of correct wine and the coffee world are very similar mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. coffee gets cupped you know so uh, I'm learning how to cup coffees and give it a grade what do you mean by cupped so kind of like wine you know you you can you do wine tastings uh-huh oh, okay. wine, oh. wine gets graded uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. on a certain scale so same with mm-hmm. coffee okay coffee gets graded on a scale of zero to 100 mm-hmm. so um <coughs> guatemalan coffees to give you an idea um are usually graded like 80 and above points so oh. out of 100 so really anything under 80 is considered commercial grade oh coffee. everything above 80 is considered specialty grade oh so it's so. like certified specialty yeah. coffee it's not just called specialty coffee just because yeah, it's it's oh. it gets cupped i mean you know when i work with bigger clients who buy these green roasted beans for their uh-huh. roasteries. Yeah. We go through these sensory analysis is what they call it. Uh-huh. You know, we'll do a special cupping. They, they'll grade it themselves. I get it graded by uh, professional Q graders. Okay. Um, you know, to give me an exact flavor profile and, you know, a grade. You know, wow. Kind of the. That's crazy. There's so much. There's so much to, yeah. To the, it's uh it's yeah, that, and that's why I mean by you know maybe it's just me, but like you don't realize everything that goes behind a a good cup of coffee. So from now on, I'm gonna enjoy my coffee a little bit different. I think. Um, so, but an, an, another interesting thing that that kind of I mean, obviously, we're both from Guatemala. Yes. Um, uh, so that's why I'm like, shit, this is a great story. You were born in Perry, literally. <laughs> and, you know, I kind of like to think of Perry like kind of my second adopted home, you know, like we landed in Perry and that's where um, my family or a good portion of my family is. Um, we've been here more than we've been anywhere else. So, oh, yeah. um, so it's, a, it, it's a very interesting how, you know, migration uh happens and you know people talk about the negative aspects of it but um you know it's very rare when you hear you know the good the good part obviously we know that we bring a lot of positivity and good things to this country but you know a lot of people don't think that way so this is just uh an amazing kind of story that you know your parents migrated to here to the United States, you're born, and now you're bringing, you know, a specialty coffee to, you know, the Midwest, which is pretty awesome. So, um, so let's talk a little bit about business. You're, you, you're a producer, which, you know, at first I thought, okay, he's selling coffee. He wants to put his brand, you know, coffee out, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, your your approach to this is is more i have coffee you want it in which way you want it i sell it to you um either green beans right mm-hmm. uh to coffee shops well tell us a little bit about uh how cuz like it just seems like y- your approach is like if you want coffee here you can put a label on it which we will so that's our logo and so it's not final yet but so Tell us how what your approach is like. What your approach about this whole thing is? 
So yeah, like you said, we 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 sell green coffee, mm-hmm. uh, which is this here. Uh-huh. Two other roasters, uh-huh. which is this is this is the raw. This is still a raw good, right? So okay. This is, this is still, let's say in Guatemala, it's been processed, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. It comes over here by boat, uh-huh. ocean freight, and then this gets sold to roasters, who then roast it and turn it into their own good to, to serve to their coffee shop or et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was our main business. That's actually, that was how we started, right? That was the primary market that we wanted to tap into. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. We eventually, um, started roasting, you know, at home roasting ourselves a little bit on Uh a small batch roaster, which we still do. Um, and we started selling roasted coffee at the farmer's markets and Perry and then a couple other local farmer's markets and, we just, people were like, people were always like, how do we get your coffee? Like, we love that <coughs> idea. We want to support. Right, know? right, right. I'm like, well, we only sell green coffee. Unless, mm-hmm. unless you have a roaster at home, you know, you can't do that. I was like, man, we can't. We have to, you know, let the people try. So we started roasting. So okay. Now, now we sell, we wholesale roasted coffee in ground um, or in whole bean. So whole bean means this just roasted, right, <coughs> before it gets ground. Um, how long does it take to roast the coffee? Um a roast. It just depends if you want a light roast or uh, a darker roast. I'm not. I'm not the roaster. My brother roasts. Okay. But okay. It, it'll take about 15, 20 minutes. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's not like super long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it gets roasted actually for like four minutes. You know, but between you put it in, you roast it, then you got to let it cool. You mm-hmm. know, and then it, it's got you know. So it's it's a few steps, and then you want to wait like two days for <coughs> for um, for the coffee to degas, so the the coffee lets out some natural gases. Uh-huh. And so you want to... Where like do you roast it? In Perry? At my house in Urbandale. Oh, okay, okay. You don't live in Perry? Mm-mm. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Nope. I live, I live here in Des Moines, Urbandale. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, go ahead. So, go ahead. So, uh, you... So, yeah, we wholesale uh, uh-huh. roasted coffee. But now we're doing a little... A different approach, right? We did... We're, we're in a few retail stores. We have an online store as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we're moving toward more as the business-to-business approach. Okay, right? yeah. Um we're, we're more end up producing coffee, uh-huh. uh, manufacturing and distributing the bags like this. Uh-huh, already uh-huh. Done. So we created a, a segment called Coffee for a Cause mm-hmm, uh, uh-huh. where we want to do private labeling. Okay. Um, so that's where, you know, we'll customize a bag for... That's for, where this one comes in. Yeah, that's where that comes in. So we'll, we'll customize a bag uh, for a customer um, for them to use either for branding or for fundraising. Uh-huh. Um, however, they, you know, they want to use it. Um, yeah, this is a great uh, way to market your business. Yep. So it's a yeah, it's a unique strategy <coughs> for for our marketing and uh, but w- I mean we we also want to help other businesses market themselves, right? So right. it's kind of like uh, merchandising, right? Corporate yes. merchandising. Yeah. You're already buying you know a T-shirt with your logo on it or a hat or whatever it may be. Yeah, right? yeah. Instead, now it's just coffee. Right. You know? So it might you know, have more of a emotional effect, yeah, right, to, yeah, yeah. To, to your customers. Yeah, so. yeah. And it's a good, it's kind coffee. <laughs> it's a good coffee. It's, it's, it's good coffee, and it's, <clears throat> it's it's what we call, I like to call conscious capitalism. Okay. So. Uh, Tell me about that. So that means, uh, you know, like any business, right? It's, it's uh, all business, you know, has to make some money, right? Uh-huh. So, but, but we want to make sure that everyone's making money throughout the whole supply chain. So it's yeah. more of a conscious capitalism. So I guess it's just doing business the right way, uh, sustainably understanding, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just try to make sure you're making a positive impact throughout the whole way. Right. Um, right ethically, right, right. you know, the most important right. thing is ethically. Right. So. so people that are interested in, 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 in this, you would say what, like 
uh, it's obviously a specialty coffee. It's a good way to market your business. Um, and then you say you have a nonprofit kind of uh, uh, avenue that people can do fundraising with it. Um, what what's your your like what's your vision? Where where do you see this going? Uh, so our our vision is is a full farm to cup, uh, coffee supply, and distributor. Um, so that's kind of why we, why we tapped into producing ourselves, mm-hmm. to distributing ourselves, to roasting ourselves, mm-hmm. to now launching a coffee truck that I mentioned. Okay, yes, we'll be, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll be driving around in a mobile coffee truck, so mm-hmm. people can find us there. You can book us for events. We can mm-hmm. pull up to your corporate building. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, our vision is to have you know. Our five, like our five year, we want to have, we want to go by at least one truck a year. I would say is a good goal. So our, our truck should be on the road by next <laughs> month. So mobile coffee instead yeah. of uh, taco trucks, mobile coffee correct, trucks. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so we have a lot of taco trucks that we love. But yeah. You know, we need to have some more coffee. Yeah, so that's true. We'll be selling coffee trucks for people who don't like coffee. We'll be selling protein shakes, you know, mm-hmm. different alternative we're doing more of like of a healthier approach, right? So we'll mm-hmm. be selling um, pastries, some healthy pastries, some acai bowls, mm-hmm. uh, some protein shakes, some coffee, you know, some light, some light stuff. But um, I think our goal is to complete that full farm cup production, mm-hmm. right? And then um, expand with our mobile freight or with our mobile coffee trucks, mm-hmm. and then just really expand uh, with our roasting, you know, our roasting business, and, mm-hmm. and then be able to create different, you know. So if somebody wants to get into the coffee business. And they're like, you know what? I want to have Amner's coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, I can do it, right? I can connect with you and say, I'm going to start selling coffee and I'm going to go to Hy-Vee's and tell them that I have this coffee. Yep. And you're just going to give me the beans. <laughs> yeah, I can, yep. I can. So we're. Or like I, you. I can do it you all. You can do the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. We'll, yes. all, uh, we'll give you the beans. We'll, we'll supply the bags. We'll, we'll roast for you. We'll package and create your own labels and we'll even we even go as far as creating uh websites for for our customers yeah our goal is to so our our goal is to empower and create opportunities throughout the whole supply chain this is business like so somebody can start their own their own business right now correct like you're the supplier i have the brand i'm gonna sell my coffee Mm -hmm. why are not why why am i not doing this that's a good question Hmm. but i see the potential here like there's because everything is already done you're doing most of it just you bring the brand and you push it you know yourself you will provide the whole uh what 90 percent to get there that's wild i want to talk to you in like a year or two and see where you are are you gonna make that coffee that you said karate coffee the key, the key is, is <coughs> you know, is like you said, is sharing your story and letting people yeah. know. People buy coffee every day. Yes. People buy coffee all the time. Yeah. You know, it's just, you know, when you walk, you know, there is, I'll be completely honest, when you do walk through that sh- in that aisle, there's a lot of competitors, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. what, um, you know, that's why we're not going, you know, the traditional retail store approach. Mm. You know? We, we want to do more word of mouth, more mm. you know, networking and more you know, different, different styles of branding and, you know, be more of a distributor. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Everybody else can be the sales people. You, you just, here's the coffee, however you want it, green or grounded or whole beans, roasted, Mm -hmm. not roasted, like 
whatever yeah. you want. It's, it's what, I, yeah, what I tell people is coffee is such a, such a high demand, you know, it's a good alternative, right? Uh -huh. People are addicted to coffee. It's, yes. it's better to be addicted to coffee than to be addicted to other things. But, right. Um, but yeah, what I tell people is you can stand out on the corner and just, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like you can stand out in the corner and say, hey guys, like I'm selling these coffee beans and I guarantee there's people who are going to stop kinda by like, and buy You just kind of like, give me the money. Like, <laughs> you know? Pass the money. Like, All right, man. Yeah, you know. I'm, I'm a local caffeine dealer. Yes. You know, I mean, <laughs> local caffeine dealer. That's hilarious. And, uh, but in reality, huh? get a picture, <laughs> a beeper, two phones, two phones. beeper away. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. But in reality, you could stand anywhere in the world. Yes. With five bags of coffee. You will sell stand them on the corner and you will sell them. It's up to you to put that right, 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 right. Value is there. This is a great. This is a great cup of coffee. Yes, and I will show you through how we did it throughout the whole way. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wild. And it's at the end of the day, like I told you, I mean everything. This is a good cup of coffee. You're uh -huh. gonna enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, man. Well, I do. We should uh, follow up in a year or two and see see where you are. Uh, maybe I'll. Because I'm going to Guatemala this year, actually, oh, for yeah? the first time since 1990. So, yeah, first time. I don't know. Maybe. When are you going? <laughs> My dad's moving to Jutiapa soon. Um, he lost his immigration status, so he's going to retire and move back to Guatemala. He's got some land there, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, in Jutiapa, he's got a few acres. Nice. Uh, yeah, man, Is I think. Going soon? I mean, I, I I plan to go actually at the end of this month. So I'll be down in Guatemala the first week of June. So. Oh, no, yeah. not that soon. Uh, you're you're like you're like a modern day merchant, right? Like this has been happening for thousands of years yes. where people are like walking around. Like, yeah, I'll sell you this pound of beans and, you know, in the market. Right. Like now you're just uh, doing it. That's crazy. Yeah. Like people have been trading coffee for <laughs> That's wild, man. Well, I'm, I'm. It's very great story, and I'm proud of you, man. Um, I, I don't think I need to wish you any luck because I, I, I honestly believe that, uh, you're gonna be a millionaire some, <laughs> someday. So, just you know, um, keep it up, like. <laughs> <laughs> keep sharing, keep sharing. Yeah, the story. I mean, keep I think fucking sharing the story, man. You know, this I think people see the value. I think you know they just. They want people, you know, like you who who are eager to support. You know, mm -hmm, I think that's mm -hmm. that's that's what it takes. You know, yeah, yeah. As people say, you know, there's some potential there. Well, it's you know, let's let's help them out. You know, let's be part of the the, the success story. Because like I said, you know, a year from now, yes, it could be. So, what's the website like? How do um, coffee oh, coffee for a cost mobile at gmail dot com? That's one. That's one. Yep. www.mountainhighjzcoffee Okay. Com, so we can sell you there by, by the bags or you can shoot us an email at mountainhighjzcoffee at gmail.com. And we'll put the numbers, no? the, the numbers on the link and stuff like that. So are you on Facebook or Instagram? Yep, yep. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Mountain High Jay-Z Jay Coffee. Coffee. Yep. So the Jay-Z, so we want to be Mountain High Coffee, but obviously that's taken. So we just yeah. put Jay-Z Okay, okay. Last name, but, um, you know that's our, that's our current distribution name, but I, we're moving our our brand to Coffee for a Cause, the roasted brand anyway. <coughs> okay. You know, just because we we want to support, we want to take it a step further, right? Mm -hmm. So, 
along with, you know, not just serving an end product, but we want to be able to make an impact in the, in the local community too. Right, right, right. right. So you can, you work with nonprofits. Yeah, so we can, we'll work with nonprofits. We'll donate 50% <coughs> proceeds um, to the nonprofit. Nice. So of, of our choice. So like if, you know, if me and you want to team up and donate to a nonprofit, we can do that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. If, if, if a nonprofit wants to reach out to fundraise, uh-huh. you know, we can do that. We'll create custom bags for them and then we'll, you know, all the proceeds will, 50%. Yeah, it's anything. Them, so. You can do uh, gifts or start your own business or fundraise mm-hmm. or... That's the beauty in, in the product. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone loves... Wild. Well, li- let's leave it at that, man. We'll follow up again. Um, Walter, thank you for, for coming, and thank you for bringing coffee now to us, you know. Now we don't, you know. So, uh, and we're, we're, we're purchasing this. Uh, we're going to do business together. Um, so, anyways, thank you for coming, thank and you. we'll, we'll that, talk to you. We'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thanks. All right, man. Thank you. All right, there you have it. Walter Juarez and his watermelon coffee guatemala i say guatemala but it's guatemala guatemala, guatemala. karate guatemala. karate guatemala. either way right yeah guatemala with you guatemala with you man <laughs> um so i want to thank walter for coming what did you learn about coffee a lot of shit also stuff i didn't care about but <laughs> it, was, it was good it was good yeah Cause you roast. I mean, you cause like I I I love coffee, man. Mm-hmm. You know, say that I'm a coffee nerd. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm interested in it, but I was like a lot. We learned a lot, of shit. So one of the things that I took away is that <clears throat> we have this every day, so it's right. part of our life. It's kind of wild to think about that for like right, a second. Right, right, right. Like it's part of our life, and we just have it there, and like it's like nothing, you know. But it has its origin. It's, it's taken for granted. I mean, totally. it's just like many, many things that we take for granted. I know this is going to sound weird, but like a toilet, we take it for granted. Yeah. Like how the flushing works and <laughs> and then how like the turd goes away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's like magic. Yeah. If you think about it, if you were like a caveman and like you took your first dump and then just pull this lever and then the shit's gone. It's magic. Like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. And same thing with coffee. Yeah, it's it a t- it's a really rough kind of well, I mean, comparison. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's one of those things that we do take for on granted. a daily we take, basis. We take yeah. it like, where does it come from? Yeah, you know, like the good quality stuff. Where does it come from? Right, right, right. And um, like a bed, you know, because right. if we don't have a bed, then we sleep on the floor and it it hurts. Right. Um, what else do we do? We take everything for granted. Yeah, we take a lot we're of shit for granted. Humans, we're the worst. Yeah. We I take agree. the planet for granted. No, but in all seriousness, this is a great partnership. I'm really excited about it. Um, I'm sure there's more ideas that are gonna come about. So uh we're just gonna keep on uh keeping on with Walter on and um uh, Mountain High Jay Z coffee. Um share this, tell people about it, connect with Walter. He's Got many ideas to do business together. So um, this is a great way to, I mean, we buy coffee already. So why not buy the coffee from a local person? Yeah. Yeah. If you, like I said, and I think I said it in a previous podcast, like if you're one of those, uh, if you're one of those people that say, oh, support local, this is your opportunity to do so. Yeah. If you don't do it, then you're you're just talking shit. Yeah. You punk ass. 
right. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. I got to go because my voice is starting to go away now. Um, but um, I want to thank Walter. And um, stay tuned for more episodes of the Amner Martinez podcast. Pew, pew.